Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. <laughs> it's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Happy New Year, Ben. Happy 2023, everybody. Hope you're doing well out there. Thank you all so much for listening. We have a fantastic debut. Debut? Episode for 2023. (laughs) Yeah, it's a first Is it the debut episode? first one of the year. Debut. Debut. We're going to discuss what's going on in the House of Representatives right now. Kevin McCarthy so badly wants to be Speaker of the House. (laughs) He raised $500 million for the RNC, and he said, this is going to guarantee me a position at the top. It turns out other people have different ideas of who they would like to be Speaker, and Travis Irvine will break down everything that you need to know about the chaos, the constructive chaos, perhaps, that's going on currently in Washington, D.C. We'll also discuss a fun smattering of stories uh, regarding Donald Trump and, of course, his blaming of abortion. (laughs) And, of course, the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade being the reason why his people lost in the midterms. The irony is so thick you could swim through it. (laughs) Or, of course, uh, it's it's a clam chowder. Put a spoon in it. And, of course, eat the glorious, glorious chunks of Trump's flesh as his power wanes <laughs> of Kevin McCarthy backed by Donald Trump yep. and Kevin McCarthy, of course, backing uh, Donald Trump. This is another proxy war, perhaps, between members of the Republican Party Ooh. against their mm. former leader. So we have a lot to get to today. The first thing let's get to is a hidden gem by a dude named Coy Griffin. <laughs> now, Coy Griffin, it's not just a clever name. He's also a cowboy. And and he's a cowboy for Trump because they (laughs) love to ride them horses and get buck wild. Yeah, that's what they do out there. Marcus Parks of Last Podcast on the Left has some cousins who are actual cowboys. And believe it or not, they did indeed have sex with the cattle, but only the women, (laughs) only the female girl. That's right. Because they're not gay. So (laughs) we know what we have to have in this country, which is criminal justice reform, specifically when it comes to our jails as well. Uh, They are horrible places. Mm -hmm. If you had a chance to read Damien Eccles book, uh, Life After Death, he discusses what his experience was like, I believe, in Arkansas jail. And they are nasty, inhumane and disgusting. And of course, where the state goes, so does the country. And we need to have more humane conditions 
for people who are accused of a crime. In Mm. this case, I will say the same thing for Coy Griffin, again, a cowboy for Trump who was there on January 6th. Not just there. He is currently a defendant. He was in the Capitol and he wanted to have an insurrection. Uh, Unfortunately, (laughs) it wasn't able to happen because otherwise we would have Coy Griffin. As Secretary of Defense. <laughs> oh, um, and I'll tell Ugh. you one thing. When we start sending those cowboys over to Ukraine, we're really going to start turning the tide of that <laughs> war. Uh, probably in favor of Putin, right. which is what he would like to have <laughs> right. happen. So let's play this dude talking about the hellacious conditions of the downtown D.C. jail. Again, they were there two years ago, almost to the day, mm-hmm. to uh, overthrow and upend a legal American election. Of course, we have President Joe Biden in office, so you can assume that they did not win. Didn't well, work out. Let's play Coy Griffin shedding light on a story. Even Coy doesn't deserve this on a story <laughs> that needs to be discussed more in this country. The inhumane conditions of the American penal system. Downtown D.C. jail, man, where I spent the first night. Oh, Neil, dude, I, I tell you what, I can't even explain to you how 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 terrible that place was. The bugs in this place, the walls were just like moving with bugs, man, like every oh different kind of bug you can imagine. And I mean, this place was scary. <laughs> it was scary. And of course, it was scary. All the bugs. Yeah. Try getting an apartment in Bushwick, Coy. Good grief. Well, Coy needs to make, he needs to take his little floss and make a little lasso. Mm. And then he can try to get all the little cockroaches with his little <laughs> floss lasso. It's kind of funny. Woo! And then he can bring them in. Bring them in. And then he can try to train them and perhaps do circus tricks. But truly, of course, when it comes to Coy, there might be a positive upside to some mm. of these J6ers hanging out in a DC jail where they can start to understand some of the grievances right. that people who have been detained have. Mm-hmm. You know, he was there for only one night and the guy could barely freaking handle it. My understanding is the cowboys aren't so afraid of bugs, but of course he's a cowboy in hats only mm. because <laughs> uh, he doesn't work on a ranch. And again, I don't think that he has had sex with any cattle anytime soon out of loneliness. Oh, mm. oh. yes. Mm. Which mm. makes it acceptable. It's like Brokeback mm. Mountain, but there's, exactly. there's only one of you out there. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking, go on. Fernando. So, okay. So the thing about mm-hmm. what the whole, this whole, this whole issue with what's happening with this guy is the Republicans tend to, a lot of the right tend to have a, a feeling that prisoners are treated too well. That they're, you know, I hear that a lot. Oh, we're wasting our taxpayer money yeah. on them. The the jail system feeds them lobsters for on Fridays. <laughs> mm. All these, yeah. Ooh, I bas- love gout Fridays. <laughs> mm, Basically lies. So when you talk about them having being forced to experience DC jails, they see what regular people are going through. Absolutely. They see what people that don't have the money to bail out of jail are going mm. through specifically. And of course, mm. many people who are in the D.C. jail aren't there because they tried to upend an election. Uh, many are there for, you know, thievery, perhaps falsely accused or God knows what else. And some, of yeah. course, need to be there. And some, of course, don't deserve to be there. I would say Coy, given what he did on January 6th, nearly yeah. two years ago, probably needed to have a couple of nights in the pokey just to think about Maybe uh, maybe that wasn't the smartest decision, despite the fact he got to take a piss on Nancy Pelosi's desk. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, not so much a cowboy as a koi boy right here. Whoa. I mean, good grief. I also thought it was interesting. Two other interesting things for me. Number one, I've never heard a cowboy use the term dude. I thought, you know, <laughs> there are surfers who can say cowabunga. I don't know if cowboys can say dude. I don't know if it works both ways on this one. But I thought it was interesting that he highlighted that he was in a D.C. jail. And that's where I'm like, I don't know if people like him will actually learn anything about the criminal justice system. I think he thinks that if he was in a good old fashioned Texas jail, wouldn't have been as bad, you know, down where he's from. He's from Lopero County, New Mexico, by the way. New Mexico, even yeah. even then, yeah. It, but I, I I thought it was interesting. He was like, oh, it's the D.C. jails, a.k.a. liberal city, so on and so forth. So I don't know if Mr. Coy learns anything from this experience or not, or he'll, he'll just bitch about it on podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, all we do know for a fact that the jail systems in this country are absolutely atrocious. Look no further than Rikers Island, a, a place mm-hmm. that was supposed to be shut down, perhaps, or at the very least uh, reevaluated and redone. Get Chip and JoJo in there to do a little fixer-upper, perhaps. Mm. I spent the one night in the uh, pokey there in New York City for having a uh, outstanding warrant for drinking on a stoop. Mm-hmm. I'm always mm. on brand. And <laughs> it was uh, the single most disgusting place you can ever imagine. Ugh. The smell is something that uh, is uh, difficult to describe. And I say that because all they do is give you old 2% milk and feed you cheese sandwiches. Uh, once, once every three hours, an inmate would come in who was obviously in the jail throw a bucket of bleach on the ground and walk out so it smells like it smells like bleach bad cheese stale milk humid shit and piss and Mm. uh right i couldn't see because there's eight cells and you can't see the other cells you can only see the one that's right across from you but it sounded like as if someone was getting beaten to death uh, just down the way and that was only 25 hours that i was in there so you can imagine Mm -hmm. if you're in there for a longer amount of time Uh, The cold, cruel nature of the United States jail system is, uh, I mean, again, at the very least, it must have been enlightening for Coy and a lot of the other people who thought that they were going to cosplay revolutionary. Right. And I do think it's interesting because I I remember you speaking about this experience when you ran for Brooklyn Borough president. And it obviously was eye opening for you. It is also interesting that you spent more time in jail for drinking on a stoop than Coy did for doing uh, checks notes Uh, in insurrection. Yeah. Grief, man. I would like to say that Coy was probably sober for that. But now that I'm thinking about it, no, he was also hammered. (laughs) Had to be. Anyway, you mentioned lies, Fernando. That, uh, that's going to bring us to our second story here. George Santos. Oh, also out of New York. Also out of New York. Of course, he's a new House member. And uh, who is he going to be voting for? Who gives a shit? We'll get to the House here in a second. But let's start with Santos. Uh, some of the lies that this man said in order to get elected are causing people to feel as if they were Oh, let's see here. Scammed. Because (laughs) Santos is indeed a scam artist. Some of these lies are so over the top. It's it's like medical. He has like (laughs) a disease. Yeah. Yeah. Really. And just for context, this is the fellow who won one. He flipped a district in Long Island. That's right. He's a Republican. Well, he flipped a Democratic district in Long Island. And uh, Travis, before the show, you were saying something about how New York cut up their districts. Yeah, it's, it's one of those interesting things that, again, we're only dealing with a potential McCarthy speakership, TBD, obviously, as of this recording. 
Um, but it's only because Republicans won seats predominantly in California and New York. And you would think, oh, those are Democrat states. But what happened in those states when it came to redistricting in the most recent redistricting process that instead of gerrymandering everything for themselves, the Democrats in those two states, New York and California, they actually did it fairly. Mm. So you saw a lot of flipping of blue districts to go red, specifically in New York and and California, specifically in New York, they flipped five seats that went red. So that's a, a lot of the reason we're even dealing with a potential McCarthy speakership is because the districts were drawn fairly by Democrats. But then people like George Santos somehow won. Hey, you mm. know, uh, give them the rope and let them do their do the rest on their own, because Santos Absolutely. is certainly hanging on by a thread here. And yes, if this is the outcome of those districts and it's a fairly mm-hmm. redistrict, right. if, if the redistricting is fair, OK, so be it right. Let the cards lie where they may. So one of the lies that uh, this is one of the most innocent lies that he attended Horace Mann private school. <laughs> oh, that's a nice, innocent lie. No, he didn't. Uh, he okay. says, yes, <laughs> he says in my senior year of prep school, unfortunately, my parents fell on hard times, which was something that would later become known as the depression of 2008. Uh, but the school searched their records and they found no evidence Ooh. of him attending Horace Mann. Oh, he also says he earned degrees from New York University and Baruch College. But believe it or not, they say, no, that dude was never here. We've smelled the oh. bathrooms and he did not <laughs> at all defecate here. He also says that he owned 13 rental properties. Oh, wow. Impressive. None of that is true oh, whatsoever. Okay. All right. All right. This is what he tweeted. He says, Will we landlords ever be able to take back possession of our property? The state is collecting their tax, yet we get zero help from the government. We worked hard to acquire these assets. Now it almost feels like we're being punished. Uh, He doesn't own any properties. Oh, wow. My favorite one, and this is perhaps, it's not the last one, but it's my favorite one. And it's perhaps the most egregious, depending on uh, your religious affiliation. Hmm. He said he's a proud American Jew whose grandparents <laughs> escaped the Holocaust. Oh, well, good for him. The video launched to his campaign in 2021 says, I've seen how socialism destroys people's lives because my grandparents survived the Holocaust. And of course, by his logic, all of ours did too, um, because they weren't in it. <laughs> oh, you know? right, right. But uh, anyway. Yeah. His parents were in Brazil. He, uh not yes. Nazis. <laughs> yes, he later uh, told, he later elaborated, saying that his maternal grandfather migrated in the late 20s from Ukraine to Belgium, where he met his grandmother. For a lot of people who are descendants of the World War II, refugees or survivors of the Holocaust, a lot of names and paperwork were changed in the name of survival. So I don't uh, carry the family's last name. He also said he was a proud American Jew, as I mentioned. However, Mm -hmm. he has recently had to um, take those claims back because it has proven that indeed he is not at all Jewish. Instead, he is Catholic. This is what Santos said. Santos says, I never claimed to be Jewish. He says, I'm Catholic. But because I learned my maternal family had Jewish background, I said I was Jewish. Ish. Ish. Oh, my gosh. The new hit show coming to ABC right right after Blackish. I'll have some gefilte ish. Oh, my God. Give me another bagel ish, please. Again, records show that his parents were in Brazil before the rise of Nazi Uh, power. So, you know, the whole his his whole 
uh, timeline there, there's something down. about this that makes me sad for his self-esteem. Uh, you know, obviously at this point he's living as an openly gay man. He was married previously. I, again, people do change that. It is fluid. I, I saw some interviews with him. He seems gay to me. <laughs> um, but even his ex-boyfriend was like, I don't even know. I just don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, mean, I do. I feel like he got too used to living in the lies, Ben. You know, he had to yeah. pretend not to be gay for so long that sure. he got used to living in the lies. And now when you ask him, why aren't you scared of the pandemic? He goes, well, I have a brain tumor and my immune system is bad, but I'm not scared of the pandemic when yeah. you actually don't have a brain tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's so not a tumor. He also claimed uh, that uh, his employees had been killed in the Pulse nightclub shooting. This is oh. this is the thing when it comes to lies of this nature. Right. These are really serious right. lies. Tumors are really messed up. Tumors. The wow. Pulse nightclub shooting the holocaust yes. yeah september 11th which is another lie that he made saying that his mom was a groundbreaking executive who died as a result of the september 11th attack she died in 2016 oh, oh my god <laughs> not even close this is this is pathological this is like the uh the this a less fun version of the steven spielberg movie with leonardo dicaprio the catch me if you can right the guy just he was a con man every single step of the way but this this isn't even fun no and and there's more lies uh they continue he says that he has a uh he says that he uh has a charity that he does not have <laughs> oh he doesn't god. have a charity <laughs> Uh, it just goes on and on when it comes to the charity he says it's the friends of pets united and that it has rescued more than 2500 dogs and cats Mm. so what do we love the most dogs or animals if you love cats and what do we take most seriously 9-11 the holocaust Mm -hmm. right Um, mass shootings (laughs) right it's just like so insane that he wouldn't think that people were going to find out about this. The only thing that he actually did do was another thing that he lied about when he said he wasn't a criminal in 2008, (laughs) he was arrested for stealing checks. Oh boy. He fraudulently spent $700 on a pair of shoes. Oh, oh wow. Again, gosh. which is why I do believe he's gay. <laughs> right. That's a lot for shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think he stole a whole checkbook from a man who is, who is oh, my God, for whom his mother was working uh, as a nurse? Okay, so. The mom who died in September 11th, right? Yes, who yes, was still right, alive yes. in 2008, yeah. who died in 2016. Yeah, right. She's uh-huh. died multiple times. <laughs> and, oh, great. <laughs> Uh, he also says he got mugged in 2016. It didn't happen. Oh, good grief. He says he bought tickets for Hawaii vacation. Indeed, he did not. They were given to him, and then he never paid the person back. Oh, anyway, man. It's, so, it's the, what Travis says. It's a, it's a medical pathological thing. This isn't normal. Now, my yeah. question, though, is, okay, so if you go into a store and you're like, I want to buy that couch, and then they deliver you a turtle, uh, you get a refund. Right. So... Do the people right. in this district get to they they didn't know who they were voting for. Right. It's right. all lies. So what do you is there a recount? Is, is there any way to get rid of this Oof. guy? I mean, you have to wonder. I mean, first of all, depending on what happens with the speakership, if and when there is a speaker again, TBT, they could potentially expel him from Congress. That is something they can that. They can, but would the Republicans do that? I mean, again, back to Kevin McCarthy, he he backed Santos's 
candidacy. And then once Santos was elected, McCarthy gave him the thumbs up and was like, good job. But I wonder if there is a New York state process where, Mm. again, to your point, you know, we in California, right? They tried to recall Gavin Newsom. There is a recall process in different places. I don't know if there is one in place in New York state where the voters could, like you said, just have an honest decision to make with honest people. Um, But beyond that, I'm not sure. The question is, would McCarthy or whoever ends up being the speaker even dare to expel a man as fraudulent as George Santos when, quite honestly, he fits right in up there? Hmm. Well, that's true. I think the problem is he just got caught in his lies, which yes. is there were uh, so many of them. All, his entire life is a lie. And to watch him sweat it out, I must say, is quite entertaining uh, as everyone who is new to uh, the Capitol seems to be getting lost in the hallways. <laughs> as uh, Journalists shout questions at them, including Santos himself, where he just, I think, walked into a wall like Casey Anthony uh, when she was pretending as if she worked at that one, I think, Disney or something. Orlando Studios or something. Yeah, Orlando Studios. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that would say that they wouldn't vote Republican again. Right. If he, right. you know, and of course he, this is a Congress. It's a two year term. Mm-hmm. It's not the most amount of time. If I'm Santos though, like you're not wanted at the party. Do you, I it must suck. Like he was just sitting alone during the entire conversation regarding McCarthy, which we're going to get to here in a second. He's just mm. sitting there twiddling his thumbs with his little sweater vest <laughs> on, looking like a, a slightly less gay Chuck Grassley. Oh. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I feel, I almost, you know, when it like turns where you're like, all right, buddy, I know you made a mistake, but right. let's like, I almost want to help him because I think he's about to go <sighs> like jump off a goddamn bridge, but then he'll also just <laughs> lie it. about that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I hate- jumped off many bridges already. I, I, I committed suicide eight times. Oh my God. It's my ninth life. I'm a cat. I don't know if you know that. I'm a cat. <laughs> He's puss in boots. Very Whoa, nice. puss in boots. I, you see, the issue with this is it's, it's kind of personal because I wish as a gay man, he wasn't up there making an ass of himself because when yeah. you're, when you're the one gay dude in a group of 200 people and you make an ass of yourself, it makes all gay dudes look crazy. Well, there's, a, there's a couple of more in the house, but yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not. No, but not uh, on the Republican side i mean i don't i can't yeah. i mean like you said most of them keep that shit quiet and lie about it <laughs> themselves so yeah i've seen marjorie taylor green work out um i'm pretty sure she's a man folks she's folks. a man folks. stands for a man to go folks F- folks let's do a gentle little check folks oh my god yeah I'm, i lost my arms in the war i'll just use my mouth <laughs> <laughs> i don't know anyway it would it is funny, but it also is serious because this guy is an elected mm-hmm. official. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has power. And of course, he conned every single person who voted for him. And yes. I would love to see if there was a recount of uh, you know, how those votes would fall. And uh, who knows? I just wonder, like, why does he have such a low self-esteem? Like, what mm. is his real story? Like, if is it that? I mean, other than right. stealing checks in 2008, which is the only thing that has been proven to be true. Right. Like, isn't there anything? Uh, he just doesn't. I. He really thought he had to be extra. It's like lying on a first date about right. your Corvette. Right, right. And then you show up and you're like, it's in the shop. My, It's in the <laughs> shop again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got 
I got to pick up my girlfriend, but she's um, at a summer camp in Canada. You can't yeah, right now. Canada. Mm-hmm. Yes, of mm-hmm. course. Yes. <laughs> I almost see it as a almost a symptom of that Republican disconnect from reality. Like he thought no one would ever yeah. fact or he thought no one was going to fact check him or would ever be able to fact check or him. Or just politicians in general. You have to lie until you make it, I suppose. And in order to run for a lot of these positions, you have to have a personality that's, uh, you know, thinking that you're deserving. Right. Sure. Fake it till you make it. Yes. Fake it till you make it. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right. Well, speaking of making it, let's get into the biggest story of the week. Kevin McCarthy, again, a man who has raised a boatload of money for Republicans thought he could buy himself the speakership. It turns out that might not be the case. Of course, he would love to be Republican speaker with such a long, great history of individuals like Dennis Hastert. Why not follow (laughs) in the footsteps of Dennis Hastert? Uh, You know, Dennis Hastert is walking around because you see two small footprints behind him. Which are children? Uh, he is a uh, he is a pedophile, a sexual predator, and former Speaker of the House. And of course, that's a position McCarthy wants to fill. With a name like McCarthy, you know you can trust him. So, hmm. Travis, can you give us the what the f is going yeah. on here? Right. Well, so the first week, the first Tuesday. Of every year is when new House members are sworn in. But before they can even swear in all the representative elects, uh, what has to happen is they elect a Speaker of the House because the Speaker of the House does all the swearing in. And it's ceremonial, but it's also, you know, a very official process. So the they fast- go in and they say, you fucking bitch, you fucking, yeah, you yeah, see you next Thursday, <laughs> you you mean woman with the lisp, you cunt. And they just kind of curse in the Capitol. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. That is 100% what I'm happened. on fire in 2023. What a <laughs> what a brilliant joke. Folks. <laughs> so <laughs> this was all supposed to go down on Tuesday, January 3rd this week. Yes. And of course, as we all know, the Republicans won, as we discussed, thanks to uh, fair redistricting in New York and California. The Republicans gained some seats and the writing was on the wall. Nancy Pelosi stepped aside. She allowed Hakeem Jeffries to become the new Democrat leader. Uh, Irvine, McCarthy, those aren't uh, those. That's not writing Irvine. Those are bugs. <laughs> I, I've been trying to lasso those bugs, actually, for the last 18 hours here in the D.C. Gulag. And uh, I haven't gotten goddamn. Well, I don't think I'm a very good cowboy. Well, that's a very coy thing to do of you, Coy. <laughs> Thank so, you. So here we are. Hakeem Jeffries is your Democrat leader. Yes. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is your Republican leader. And he is basically because the Republicans won more seats 
out of the 435 seats over there in the U.S. House of Representatives, he is destined to be speaker. Now, the problem is, is that they do a roll call vote and they have to have 218 votes. That's how many votes it takes for you to become the speaker of the House. And it's a very it's a very slim lead right now for the Republicans. Right. Right. And when when you say roll call, this is uh, so this is in public. And do they Mm -hmm. uh, they express yay or nay vocally in front of their peers? They say a name. So they okay. roll call all 435 folks there in the U- U.S. House representatives, including your representative elects, even before they're sworn in, and they all get to say a name of who they want to be speaker. Gotcha. And what, where, what happened this week was that McCarthy thought he had the votes on Tuesday, January 3rd, and they went in and they had some Republicans, and these are Republicans' names that you know. It's your Matt Gates, mm-hmm. it's your Lauren Boebert's. It's also some some new people that I don't even remember their names, but they are essentially all there uh, because they are elected. And well, uh, were- and Andy Biggs, speaking of January 6th, Biggs, a, a big name behind J6 also. Ex- exactly, and that's where you would probably know a lot of these folks from, was from two years ago. They also did obstructionist things by uh, aiding and embedding an insurrection. <laughs> now they're just kind of holding up the speakership vote um, in their own Republican caucus. But isn't that one of the interesting things? Obviously, January 6th, completely out of hand, totally horrible in every sense of the word. And now we see them. Have they honed the practice of mm. destabilizing uh, the government. have Is this like they said, oh, well, we tried again to go sniff AOC shoes. Didn't work out. I right. spent a night in the gulag. Is this their, have they learned that, no, we let's go through it the procedural way? Right. They like to hold up procedure. I mean, they, they are obstructionists at best. They are, um, you know, chaos magic at worst yeah. at this point, because it is, that's the big question. And again, as of this recording, um, McCarthy had failed again on a, a sixth vote Jeez. to to acquire the full 218 votes. Please, and sir, again, may I have another? May I have yeah. another? After I'm after they ask me to leave the fifth time, <laughs> right? That's when I'm just like, you know what? You know what? I'm just gonna go. Fine. Right. And when I'm gone, y'all gonna miss me? You gonna yeah. miss me? Mm-hmm. You're going to miss me when I'm gone. But that's the thing. He's not gone. He keeps trying. He keeps yeah. thinking he has the votes. And that's what's so puzzling about this whole thing is that if you didn't have the votes and then it, you were proven to not have the votes after the third time, the fourth time, fifth time, less and less votes, six less times, and less could votes. Six time be a charm. <laughs> yes. And that's the other thing for now. Absolutely correct. Yeah. He keeps getting less and less votes. So on Tuesday, January mm. 3rd, these uh, nine, it was about 19 or 20 or so Republicans kept voting um, for Jim Jordan. And then Kevin McCarthy has already promised Jim Jordan to be committee uh, chair of the Judiciary Committee. Huge. So Jim Jordan actually went on the second or third vote and nominated Kevin McCarthy himself, showing that he (laughs) didn't want to be speaker. It didn't matter. And then as of Wednesday, January 4th, what these 19 to 20 or so folks, and I believe on the last vote I saw, he even lost one more. It was 20 votes for a man named Byron Donalds, who is yes. a Republican out of Florida. So now Lauren Boebert's, your Matt Gates's, they're putting their energy behind uh, a dark horse candidate. So it's not even Jim Jordan. And then I believe McCarthy lost an, another representative out of Indiana who just voted present. And that's the other technique that, that again, where does this go? Yeah. 
It's just, does McCarthy rein in these 20 folks? He's already promised them everything he thought that they wanted. So that doesn't seem to be the answer. Or are these folks going to keep holding up the vote until they replace it? Kevin McCarthy, because it's actually personal. They just personally don't like Kevin McCarthy. And you may have to replace him with a Steve Scalise or someone else who's adjacent to Republican leadership, who's literally just not Kevin McCarthy. And I want to talk to you about the people who are against Kevin McCarthy. Uh, But before that, when it comes to Donald's, again, this is the first time that many people are hearing his name. That's Representative Byron Donald's. He's out of Florida. He's a 44-year-old former businessman. Uh, He is a conservative. He's outspoken. He's anti-abortion. Obviously, he would be supporting gun rights. And he had been considered a supporter of former President Donald Trump. Um, His loyalty was taken into question in the 2022 midterms. So he's not seen any longer as a uh, massive MAGA supporter, because Mm. obviously we saw the disaster that was 2022 for MAGA Republicans and the Republican Party as a whole. So when it comes to the people who are against Kevin McCarthy, again, a man who was sucking on that orange teat, (laughs) Orange Julius, he loves Trump and Trump loves him. Donald Trump took the one of his social media platforms and said, just get it done, vote for him. Uh, Please, let's move on with the process. What does this mean for Matt Gates, Boebert, Biggs, uh, these people who were in Trump's orbit and in his favor and vice versa? It seems like they are trying to expel that him from uh, their Republican brand. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. It's I mean, it's also guys like Chip Roy. Chip Roy was one of the guys who threw Byron Donald's name into the the ring in the first place on the fourth ballot to kick off the the festivities again on January 4th. So it it is very puzzling because Trump does play a role. You know, Trump, as you said, even posted on whatever social media platform he's on right now, all Republicans should vote for McCarthy for speaker. He's even apparently placed phone calls. Lauren Boebert was on the floor as of today complaining Again, that just because McCarthy has raised the most money doesn't mean he should automatically be speaker. She even called out uh, McCarthy for having Trump call some of these representatives to try and sway them. Yeah, She even said this isn't going to work. So you're absolutely right. It shows after the midterm elections, I know we're going to get to Trump's big excuse as to why his candidates failed in the midterms. There's one but big this one. is another failure. This is yeah. yet another failure on his part where you have these candidates who are quote unquote MAGA Republicans but they can't even be swayed by the big man himself. So what do they want? Where does this go? As of now, right. we don't know. So and go so on, I Fernando. Have a, I have a question then, Travis. Uh, so the Republicans, is it just, are they just being obstructionist or is it, they actually just don't like McCarthy or is there like a secret third plan that we're not seeing? Like McCarthy's too moderate for them and they want someone more conservative like Jim Jordan, even though Jim Jordan has said, I don't want this. So what is, is there a secret third plan that we're just not seeing or is it just, they really just don't like McCarthy? Yeah. Well, that's what everyone's trying to speculate right now. Number one is you keep holding out on this vote. You keep holding on McCarthy. So he gives you everything that you actually want. Well, he's already done that. He's already promised everybody something that they want. I think Gates was even going for some chairmanship and it's like, yeah, just give it to him. And then you get his vote. That's how this stuff works, right? This is how the process has been done for the past 100 years. And by the way, this is the first time in a hundred years since 1923, we've had this many ballots for speaker without having a speaker. So that's how rare and historic, stupidly historic (laughs) this all is. 
Um, but then two, to your point, Fernando, could it actually go to a different person? Again, it seems in all the discussions and everything, and again, it could be figured out by in 12 hours, we don't know, TBD, but could they actually just choose someone who's not Kevin McCarthy? And that would be, in theory, someone else who's in leadership, like a Steve Scalise, who's second in command, or Elaine Stefanik, uh, who's third in command. Or mm-hmm. could it just be a random moderate who, you know, again, maybe they can even get some Democrats to vote for a moderate re- Republican. Yeah. And then you're looking at a true coalition speaker mm-hmm. for good or ill going forward. Jim Jordan seems like he's a, a character for Midsummer, and he's like, <laughs> I don't want to be the the prom king. I don't want because, you know, he knows he's about to get eaten up right. and burned alive. When it comes to Chip Roy, this is what he had to say about Donald's again. Uh, Byron Donald's name being tossed around here. Roy says, we don't seek to judge people by the color of their skin, but rather by the content of their character. It's the most overused term of all time. <laughs> MLK is like, I said that. That was one thing. Right. right. He goes on to <laughs> right. say. One time. One time. He goes on to say, Byron Donald's is a good man, raised by a single mom. Move past diversity. I don't know how he's moved past diversity, but he has. He moved past diversity, became a Christian man at the age of 21, and has devoted his life to advancing the cause for his family and this country. And he has done it admirably. So he has someone like a Chip Roy uh, in favor of him and Byron Donald's. uh, Yeah, talk about someone kind of coming out of left field here. Yeah. Uh, That would be quite fascinating. Um, Donald's is now, of course... um, he was elected in 2020, and right. uh, he uh, he won a nine-way Republican primary by just 700 votes. Wow. So he's been there for Woo. a minute, just right. over a minute, and his name is being uh, tossed around here. So that's kind of interesting. You wonder if uh, perhaps they think him being newer to the House, they could manipulate him more. But as you said, Travis— McCarthy is giving them everything they want. So this is just hyper personal. Mm-hmm. Or or like Fernando said, obstructionist to be obstructionist or chaotic to be chaotic. I mean, you're absolutely right. Byron Donald's having only been elected in 2020 doesn't have all the experience, but he also maybe that's a plus for these 20 or so Republicans. Maybe they don't want a swamper, right? Like Ooh. Kevin McCarthy, who's been in there since the Tea Party takeover in 2010, who can go down to Mar-a-Lago and kiss the ring and go out for a weekend and raise $500 million for whatever candidates he wants. Maybe they see that as bad. And uh, and if that's the case, I highly recommend they get their support behind a new representative from New York. His name is George Santos. George I think Santos. That's the compromise <laughs> candidate. That's what America deserves at this point. Oh, <laughs> this just didn't. George Santos has died the ninth time. Oh, no. Ninth he said it was his last life. Uh, oh, yes. and his, oh, and it turns out his real name was Byron Donald. Whoa. <laughs> right. He's not. Uh, wow, wow. Look at that. Uh, uh, speaking of 2010, uh, that was when uh, Dennis Hastert agreed to pay uh, $1.8 million in hush money mm. um but then uh, he never did that so lawyers are now seeking that in a civil trial hastert's verbal agreement to pay 3.5 million to buy the silence of a man he abused as a teenager amounted mm. to a legally binding contract so that's the um that was uh a relatively recent 
Wow. Speaker this is of very recent. the House. So. Yeah, the Republicans sure know how to choose them. Great job. <laughs> yes. Um, Hastert sexually abused at least four males between the ages of 14 to 17 when uh, he was at Yorkville High School. Good Haster, Haster was in his 20s and 30s. Anyway, Ooh. you never know who these freaking people are until you do. So we can imagine some of the backdoor or backroom bickering that goes on between assholes all around. It is a douchebag firing uh, circle. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll see what ends up happening. But as Travis said, it's been a hundred years since we've seen something like this. And at least again, they're not storming the Capitol and they don't have a man wearing the skull of a moose um, <laughs> right. taking a dump on the American flag. Anyway, I just uh, wish they would get to work, Ben. They just came back from a really long vacation. Didn't they have the lame duck? Wasn't that like I'm they starting had... to think I don't want them to get to work? <laughs> you know, that's kind of <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> maybe maybe this is maybe this is just best for them. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right. Well, moving on to Donald Trump and the midterms, the fallout continues. And of course, uh, McCarthy is another symptom Mm -hmm. of the larger disease that is Donald Trump. And uh, of course, the fallout of 2022. So Donald Trump, in one of the most ironic things you could ever imagine, he blames Roe v. Wade being overturned for the reason why he lost the midterm election. He says it wasn't my fault. Hmm. Now, the oh irony God. the irony here is, of course, Kavanaugh, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, and Neil Gorsuch are the three people that he put on the Supreme Court. And without <laughs> right. them, Roe v. Wade would not have been overturned. Right. So you wonder hmm. if he even understood what he was doing. And when I read this, it does bring to mind what a useful idiot for the conservative yes. religious right Donald Trump was. Donald, do you think you were used? I don't think I was used. I put all three of those people. They all said that Roe v. Wade was established law. They said it mm. under oath. They said mm. it in front of the Senate. I believe them. You believe Just them. Just like I, oh, I believe them. I believe them so bad. Nobody believes them more than I did. And <laughs> I was played and the American people were played. And then Roe v. Wade fell. And then my candidates lost. Not my fault. No, well, it is entirely your fault because you understand if you didn't appoint them to the Supreme Court, because I'm assuming you didn't really vet them. Did you vet them at all? Did you speak with them or anything like that? Look, no one loves the vets more than me. No, not <laughs> I that. I love the vets. Yeah. I love the vets. They they fixed my dog. They fixed no, my cat. No, not. I thought you were going to say veterans. Melania you were literally talking about vets. was the one who lied to me. Melania was the <laughs> one who told me to put them on the court. And so I did. And I said, baby. This is all you. This is all your fault. <laughs> it's Melania. I'm sure that she's paid for an abortion. I'm sure you have paid for an abortion or two uh, for the old Melania as well. Yes. So Trump wrote on True Social, it wasn't my fault. The Republicans didn't live up to the expectations in the midterms. I was 233 to 20. It was Ooh. the abortion issue. 
poorly handled by many Republicans, especially those that firmly insisted on no exceptions, even in the case of rape, incest, or life of the mother. That lost large numbers of voters. So I don't think that he's necessarily wrong. No. I also don't think that he is a fucking victim because, again, right. <laughs> that was his platform. There was a, a quote where he says that they got their wish and then just plain disappeared. So basically, he knew what he was giving them, but he just mm. they didn't do the tit for tat. They basically bummed. They got a bum deal. They ran out on him. Well, mm. you know, the conservative right, the religious right. That's a, my parents are very religious, very pro-life. And this is something that they this is why a lot of them were able to be part of the Trump coalition. Mm -hmm. A gave them everything he wanted. And also, this is why people are looking at Ron DeSantis and they're going to quickly throw Donald Trump away. And he's going to learn. And I think he is learning just how fickle American politics are, even more fickle than the entertainment business. Yeah. And now he's just going to be trash. Also, when it comes to the speakership, Donald Trump, a former president, even if he was current president, it is really rare that a president or a former president would even be engaged in what the House of Representatives mm -hmm. is doing. Right. Uh, this right. is obviously not his branch of the government. He's an executive. Uh, this is uh, this is Congress. And many people don't even think that Trump's name should be brought up. Right. In the uh, in the situation. But of course, he is the cloud that continues to block the sun. Mm. So, yeah. And don't forget that also, I mean, it's very rare for a former president to be as involved in the midterm elections after mm -hmm. he's not even president anymore as he was. It's fascinating that, again, even his excuse of abortion is indirectly somehow his fault but it takes away from what actually happened. We all know, and Mitch McConnell has said, and that is the the quality of the candidates that Trump picked just wasn't good. Dr. Oz, Herschel Walker. I mean, these people are never going to run for office again yeah. for good reason, because they were never qualified to do it the first time. Absolutely. He should. Uh, Herschel should run with the football, but not for office. Trump added to your point, Fernando. Also, the people that pushed so hard for decades against abortion, they got their wish from the U.S. Supreme Court mm -hmm. and just plain disappeared. Right. Not to be mm. seen again. Plus, mm. Mitch, plus Mitch, stupid ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Hold on. Back that beep, beep, beep. Back that up. I want to hear it again. Or is it plus Mitch stupid? It's a money sign. Yeah, it's ass. It's, it's, I so anyway. Stupid bitch ass something. I don't know. And of course. He's talking he, about Mitch McConnell? He hates Mitch and he hates Elaine, even though she was in his cabinet. And uh, he continues to utter racial slurs against her. Uh, a beautiful woman who honestly is way too hot for Mitch McConnell. Um, and it's uh, upsetting and I don't want to talk about it. So, all right. Well, just lastly, a few stories here that matter the most to me. Oh, my goodness gracious. So in mm. Louisiana, this one matters to me a lot, too. This one matters to me. Yeah. So in Louisiana, you now need a government ID to access Pornhub. What, what is going on? Uh, the new law makes porn sites liable for content deemed harmful to minors if it doesn't install age verification technology for anyone accessing them in Louisiana. Note to self, mm. don't go on tour in Louisiana. <laughs> uh, the law Great. was signed by Democratic Governor John Bill Edwards. This is where yeah. the left uh, gets exceptionally annoying. Leave us alone. And please, God, give us menthols back because their policy is extremely racist mm -hmm. by banning them. But anyway, he goes on to say this is the, the law passed as Act 440 
any commercial entity that knowingly and intentionally publishes or distributes material harmful to minors on the Internet from a website that contains a substantial portion of such material shall be held liable if the entity fails to perform reasonable age verification methods to verify the age of individuals attempting to access the material. My question is this. Don't you just say yes? Yeah. yeah, When it's like, are you 18 or older? Yeah. I learned that trick a long time ago. Yeah. (laughs) But now it's going to check your ID. I guess, I guess against a government database. Which is wow. absolute government overreach. Also, when it comes to harmful to minors, there's a lot of things that are very right, harmful right. to minors. And yes, take every, these kids got a lot more porn than we did growing right. up. But I just mm. can't imagine it's the number one issue facing the youth of Louisiana, a state yeah. that is, uh, you know, not exactly doing great economically. And of course, when it comes to uh, education, Maybe they should focus on that. Well, I want to. Yeah. I guess I want to say some stuff in perspective. Okay, do I think it's an issue that King Solomon, who had six hundred wives, was able to see less boobs than a fifteen-year-old? Yes, Hi-oh. you know that's a fifteen-year-old has access to an infinite number of boobs. But mm. where is the parental responsibility here? If your child has, right. if you have, if your child has access to the internet, then it's your job to protect. You know, to put safeguards in to put parental guidance uh you know suggestion in there also whoever wrote this act uh this bill is just straight up horny so uh the (laughs) act is defined as a puritan it's for puritan interests Hmm. and that consists of quote pubic hair anus vulva genitals or nipple of the female breast. Oh, only oh the female gosh. breast, of course. <laughs> touching, caressing, or fondling of nipples, breasts, buttocks, anuses, or genitals. Sexual intercourse, masturbation, sodomy, bestiality, which does not exist on Pornhub. Oral copulation, flagellation, excretory, excretory functions, <laughs> exhibitions, or any other sexual act. And lacks, and then quote, and lacks serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. But I'll tell you one thing. You know, I've seen true anal. And when I think about policy, (laughs) I say, yes, (laughs) yes, let's do this. Let's all work together. Grief. The legislative aides writing that are just getting so hard and worked up right now. Also, how do they know all these things? The guy who added bestiality is just the only one who's like, you looking at uh, cowboys for Trump fucking cows? Is Is that what you're looking at, buddy? Uh, don't get coy with me. My God, the verification process to watch porn in Louisiana is more strenuous than the verification process to run for Congress in New York. Absolutely. That's incredible. And of course, get a firearm. Uh, so anyway, I, it sucks. I think it's total overreach and uh, a, a digital driver's license for Louisianians. The L.A. wallet is what it's called. Now has to be uh, put in there. Other major adult sites, including X videos and X hamster are still accepts, uh, accessible from Louisiana as normal. So this only goes against Pornhub, which is uh, quite interesting. Grave. And uh, yeah, when it comes to like OnlyFans, they already do age verification. Uh, verification. Yeah. So this is according to uh, a representative, Lori Shegel. Yeah, she's no fun. She says, pornography is destroying our children and they're getting unlimited access to it on the Internet. And so if the pornography companies aren't going to be responsible, I thought we need to go ahead and hold them accountable. Shut up. 
Take care of your kids. You can have little programs on your TV screen. Also, maybe don't give them a smartphone. My kid's getting a brick. What do you need? You <laughs> yeah. need a text and call. That's it. And right? maybe check email. But no, there's no need for any of this stuff. So also in New York, an interesting law that I'm not exactly against, but I could also see it mm-hmm. going in a different direction that could be negative. New York will no longer prosecute children under the age of 12. Now, one thing that we do have in this country is a problem when it comes to incarcerating our youth. I don't think that if you're under the age of 12, you fully understand what you're doing or the lifetime consequences of your crimes. This bill does not extend to murder. So if you do commit an act of murder at 12, you still will be facing serious punishment. Uh, The bill was signed by Kathy Hochul. It raises the lower age. It raises the lower age of the state's jurisdiction for juvenile delinquency a move that will prevent those under the age of 12 from arrest, except for in the case, again, as I said, of homicide Mm. uh, before the prior law was anyone between the ages of seven and 18 could be charged as a juvenile delinquent and seven years old to have a rap sheet is seven year olds just make stupid decisions. And um, so I don't know. What do you guys think? The only downside I can think of is, there is gang activity and mm-hmm. they want to go steal right. something. Just be like, Timmy, you're 10. Go do it. There's no consequences. It's like that offspring song where it's like, I'm eight, uh, whatever. I'm not 18 yet. That's the, I'm not 18 yet. So I can get away with it is the gist of the song. I'm <laughs> so old sometimes. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I I think what you mentioned is a really important key takeaway, Ben. There is ways to circumvent, like you could have a you know under twelve year old commit crimes for gangsters. Uh, do I see that happening? Probably, you know, I, I'm, it might occur Maybe, here and there. But I I think especially if you're under the age of twelve, you're probably going to rat out the older dudes anyways. But yeah. no, no. I, this is this is this is what I want to see the country go towards because there's no rehabilitation when you put a seven to twelve year old no. in 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 juvie. You know, you're right. sen- you're just sending them to criminal camp. At yeah, that exactly. Point. So this is not to mention the molestation and all uh, yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Not even not even the things he will be exposed to I by mean, guards, you, uh, older older yeah. prim- inmates. Oh, I mean, you think about Khalif Browder, who was older. I think he was in his early twenties. Yeah. But when he got wrongfully uh, accused and sent to Rikers, I mean, he ended up committing suicide after right. two years. And that's what this makes me think. It was just all the other criminal justice reform measures New York could be taking, right? Some of the most draconian drug laws in the country, Rikers Island, like you mentioned, Ben. Yeah. I mean, how many times have people floated the idea of reforming that or closing that? And now I we mean, have Eric Adams, the man again, who only beat me by a mere 98%. Um, <laughs> we're still to, counting the votes. He, we're still counting, but he was shutting down libraries, increasing funding for the NYPD, now incarcerating yes. people um, who they deem mentally ill. And I understand you do want to have treatment for the mentally ill. Uh, people who are on the streets there, because quite frankly, you freeze to fucking death in New York. But I don't think that jail is not it. Right? You know, yeah. Eric Adams, I think, is proving to be Giuliani two point dumb. And it's really quite sad. But go on, Travis. You're 100 percent right. I saw him do a press conference uh, just up. A- a few weeks ago where he's literally wearing NYPD garb, you know, he's basically tapping back into his Republican and police officer roots yeah. on not just uh, visually, but obviously policy wise. Meanwhile, he can park his car on the sidewalk or wherever the hell he wants. <laughs> Dude, so. he just gets hammered every night. Like literally, he's just like a party. Uh, he's He's a horrible piece of shit. But anyway, going back to this law, there was 800 children arrested uh, last year. I'm sorry, by police in 2019, that was. Um, They were under the age of 12. Now, in New York City, about 90% 
were black or Hispanic. So I, yeah. I think this is a good right. way right. to help kids not get caught up in the system. Because right. again, once you're caught up in the system, it's brutal and cold and, um, and you never seem to get out. You never seem to get out no matter what, even once you do your time, you still have to, first of all, pay back. You have yes. restitution to mm-hmm. the state and then a good luck getting a job, especially if you don't have a family member who has a business or something of that nature. So mm. I think that that overall is positive. And then speaking of children, something that I'm not, uh, I don't know, New York City uh, or New Jersey, the mask mandates are back in some school districts. But uh, I can't imagine that uh, the kids are too thrilled about that. But anyway, it's tough to be a kid out there. It is. It's crazy. TikTok in your brain and, you know, jail time and yeah, just, fines, yeah. cameras everywhere. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Cameras be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just ask George Santos. He was arrested nine times as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And of course, molested by Dennis Hassard. Oh. That's probably oh, true. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. This is the first episode of 2023. We're going to keep you updated on this news the best we know how. And uh, yeah, I uh, hope everyone has a great rest of their day and we'll be back later on this week with more news all right everyone hail yourselves we'll talk to you soon this show is made possible by listeners like you thanks to our ad sponsors you can support our shows by supporting them for more shows like the one you just listened to go to lastpodcastnetwork.com BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. March is National Kidney Month. People diagnosed with kidney disease need a game plan. At Fresenius Kidney Care, you have access to a kidney coach to help you understand kidney disease and learn about treatment options. If you want to learn how to protect your kidney health and feel your best, connect with a kidney coach today. Learn more at protectkidneyhealth.com. That's protectkidneyhealth.com.